This is Financially Tuned with Michael Mansfield from The Lind Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With 10 years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Michael Mansfield to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Financially Tuned Radio. I'm your host, Mike Mansfield. I'm a certified financial planner with the Lind Group. We're located right smack dab in the middle of Ventura, right across the street from the Government Center on Victoria Avenue. We are hard to miss. This week, we've got a good topic. We're going to be giving a little bit of an economic update. A lot of things have been happening in our economy lately, a lot of news headlines, a lot of conversations, and so we want to touch on that and really focus on the relevance of this information when it comes to you, your individual retirement income plan. So, hey, can't have a good show without my co-host here, Tony Shore. So, Tony, as always, thanks for joining us. How are you doing today, Tony? I am so good, Michael. It is amazing. That is great to hear. You know why? <laughs> you know why I'm doing so well today? I because it's sunny. Um, because yep, I love the weather and I love being on the radio with you. <clears throat> Thank well, you for you having me on the show. It's a highlight of my week. I'm telling you, and I know I'm going to learn more from you today. So we're going to be talking about some current events and things. But before we get into that. You're there at the Lind Group, and you've been helping people for years. Have you been busy this past week? We've been very busy. It's just, it's the busy season. Even though it's been almost a month now, the tax season is actually very busy for actual financial planners because you help your clients organize their tax information. You help them understand what they're doing. There's a lot of information that, that goes into dealing with the whole tax stuff. So that's kept us busy. And, you know, it's just the, the season's changing. You know, we're, we're coming off of pretty much phenomenal quarterly earnings, which mm-hmm. you and I had a show a number of weeks ago. And we said, hey, look, if, if earnings can come in strong, this is going to create a lot of very good support for the stock market and these types of things. And that's what we're seeing. I, you know, I, I just feel very excited about what's going on in the world. But then again, I can stop and play devil's advocate and say, hey, I'm scared to death of everything that's going on in the world right now. Because let's be fair, as much as there's good stuff, there there's always a whole lot of challenges right now. Oh, sure. There definitely are. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of issues that people are concerned about. I mean, health care costs on the rise and wondering how that's going to all shake out and you know, will Medicare be affected and uh, what to do in retirement, how to make that money last as long as possible and inflation and the right. economy. I mean, obviously, you know, with stocks hitting an all-time high at the beginning of the year, end of last year, everybody was pretty pumped. But the longer it stayed up there, now the more worried people are about there being major corrections, right? Yeah, I totally agree. You know, it's... um. There's another adage. Last last time we spoke, we we talked about a an adage, the what the sell in May and go away adage. The other one is the stock market climbs a wall of worry, and so some contrarian analysts actually think it's good when everybody's all finicky and upset about everything, because hey, the more you worry, the better the stock market does. <laughs> At least that's their opinion. Remember, 
past performance does not predict any future results here, people. So uh, we're just here to talk about the facts. But right. um, but no, you're, you're, you're totally right. There's there's a lot going on in the world. We're in a very unknown moment right now, right? What's happening with healthcare? What's happening with taxes? There's been a lot said in the headlines. There's been a lot talked about in the news. But for the most part, we really don't understand it. You know, uh, they, they just passed some healthcare legislation. And to be fair, we don't really know what that means just yet. A lot of it falls down to a state level with making rules and making decisions. And, and who knows, maybe in California, they will pick things that other states won't pick and do things that other states won't do. We just don't know quite yet. And we have to see how some of those things play out and manifest. So, yeah, you know, it just is what it is, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. But there is a lot going on. I mean, obviously, there's changes in the economy. And like you said, you have to watch it because it's often hard to know where your assets need to be at and what you should be invested in, especially it's especially critical as you get closer and closer to retirement or get older. Right. You've got it. I mean, you got to think of it's always the simple thought, right? If you wanted to retire in 2009, should you have been all in the stock market in 08? No. Yeah, probably not. The, the, the timing kind of stank for you. And what do we know? We know based on the, the whole average thing that every single day, 10,000 people are turning 65. Every single day, more and more people are reaching their retirement years. So we know a whole lot of you, a whole lot of our listeners. I read a statistic the other day that said over 60% of Ventura County residents are over the age of 60. That means a good portion of you that listen to this show are in that age range. You're deciding when and how to retire. And as you're within 10 years of retirement, when you're within five years of retirement, when you're within three, two, one years of retirement, you have to be so conscious about what you're doing with your money because once again, if you wanted to retire in 2009, being all in stock in 08 was a bad deal for you. So we're very conscious about these types of things. It really does matter. Now, it's tough right now. We're in a very weird place. Even from 2008 and, and previous to that, there was a time, let's be fair, for 35, almost 40 years, Bonds were a smoking asset class. As interest rates fell for 40 years on an average downtrend, everybody did well with their conservative bonds. Everybody did well with their CDs. Everybody did well with their bank accounts and savings accounts and money market accounts. And what's happened over the last few years to that stuff, Tony? Well, (laughs) yeah, obviously the uh, um, (laughs) interest rates have dropped and, you know, we've seen a lot of volatility, but the, the market went up. The market went up, but those but those conservative asset classes have been lame at best, right? What yeah. does your bank account pay you? What yeah, does your CD pay you? Because and those now, low interest rates. You got it. You hit it right on the head. And now what's happening in the bond market? All of a sudden, interest rates are going up, right? The Federal Reserve, since last December, they've already done two interest rate hikes. And they just, they're loosely, you know, everybody predicts, everybody watches, everybody reviews. But it looks currently like there's an 80% chance that they're going to do another interest rate hike here in June of 2017. Interest rates are on the uptrend overall. The government is pushing them up. Now, if we go back to our econ 101 class, we can understand why. So basically Mm -hmm. in its simplicity, all of this has to do with what they call the velocity of money, how quickly people 
borrow money or don't borrow it kind of has a pretty significant effect on economic growth. And so when the economy is growing very slowly or declining or going into a recession or de-inflation, all these different things that they have, just like we saw after 2008, the government, the Federal Reserve, starts to reduce and lower the Fed funds rate. What that does is it makes money cheaper to borrow, so more people will borrow money at a faster uh, rate. Think about yeah. your mortgages over the last few years. Hasn't everybody been on a, a tear of refinancing their mortgages? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> we can all raise our hand. Why wouldn't um, we? You know, what about auto loans? What about borrowing money? All of these things have become more and more affordable. And so what that does is it speeds up the velocity of the money. There's more activity. There's more borrowing. It stimulates the economy. That is the Federal Reserve's monetary policy. Conversely, when they think the economy is starting to heat up, as they started to really talk about probably about a year and a half ago, mm -hmm. they slowly start to raise interest rates because they're worried that inflation will get out of control, growth, GDP will get out of control. All of these things will then turn around and actually start growing too quickly because they made money so easy to borrow that actually it'll it'll be counterintuitive. It'll create hyperinflation, all these things. So they start rising interest rates. And that's where we're at right now. So even though it sounds ironic, the government wanting to raise interest rates does mean the economy is positive. It means things are going well, at least from the government's perspective. Doesn't mean you have to think that, but that's how the government feels right. at those roundtable meetings. Now, it was interesting because the first quarter, we actually had some very weird economic data. In March of 2017, we had one of the lowest job creation numbers in like 10 years, um, which was kind of interesting. And finally, at the end of the first quarter, our, our country's GDP came in at only 0.7%, very well below what they would say is a, a target GDP that they would desire. Now, mm -hmm. there was a thought or a consensus that, hey, the Federal Reserve, they might want to take it easy and say, wait a second, uh, job creation is slowing down, GDP is slowing down. We better slow down on raising these interest rates because maybe we've in impacted the economy too quickly. And in the last couple of weeks, they had a Fed funds rate meeting, the, excuse me, the Federal Open Market Committee meeting, the, the FOMC. And basically they said, hey, you know what? That first quarter weakness, pff, we're not that worried about it. That's a bloop on the radar. We're not, we're, we're not too concerned about it. We're focusing on our, our goal of raising interest rates two more times this year, with the next one being in June as the, as the target. And since then, there's only been fuel to the fire. We just had a jobs number come out a week or so ago that that had April with with three times the job creation. April came out with 211,000 new jobs created. It unexpectedly dipped our unemployment rate all the way down to 4.4%. I mean, those things can only serve to encourage the federal government to raise interest rates. Um, and we're well below the target. They need they need the unemployment rate below 5%. They would like the growth GDP b between 2 and 3%. So we're close to those things for them to continue to raise interest rates. Now, I know half of our listeners just fell asleep. I know that I'm, 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 I'm probably <laughs> half only entertaining myself here when talking about this stuff because I do enjoy it and get excited about it. But, but there's a reason for, for this conversation. 
The reason is it's very likely that the government will continue to raise interest rates. As interest rates rise and inflation increases, this should have some type of inflationary impact on bond rates. Interest rates of bonds will be going up. Maybe not immediately, but they've already come up a lot. Remember, during the before the election last November, the 10-year treasury was what somewhere around like 1.5% and now it's hovering right below 2.4%. That is a big increase already and the feds haven't even hardly started raising the rates as they plan to. I think the current Fed fund rate is at like 0.75% and they have a goal of it being at 3%. That is a huge push up. So if interest rates go up, Tony, what happens to bond prices? Uh, bond prices. Uh, bond prices go down, right? Oh, good. It's a good thing no one could see my, my hand with the up and down arrow I was making. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. You, you didn't I cheat didn't on your test. That. You had your eyes closed. So you didn't see that. But you're absolutely right. right. Bond prices go down. So for 30 years... We've all grown to the idea that bonds are a smoking, awesome, conservative investment. They only increase in value. They're only winners all the times. Well, guess what? That's because interest rates have been falling for that time period. As mm -hmm. they increase, the party and bonds could be over. Now, there's a lot to that conversation. So if you don't have a financial planner or you have a financial planner, you need a financial planner, certainly call our office. 805-500-7035. If you own bonds, there's all kinds of bonds. There's all kinds of rules associated with this, but you need to understand the impact of interest rates on your portfolio. Have you done things to prevent the risk associated with that? If you do have interest rate risk, how much is it? Some portfolios might lose 2%. Some more portfolios might lose 20% based on interest rates rising. So there's a whole spectrum of you need to understand what your underlying investments are. Yeah. Yeah. And you really do. You have to have a good understanding, a solid comprehension of it. And that's where you come in, uh, Mike, as you help people yeah. with this and you've done it a lot. Speaking of that, before we take a quick break here, why don't you tell our listeners how they can uh, get a hold of you and sit down and talk about this. Yeah, if you own any fixed income assets in your portfolio, you've got your money in cash and CDs and bank accounts and bonds, short-term, long-term, moderate-term bonds, bond ETFs, bond mutual funds, any of that stuff, you need to be talking about your fixed income asset classes right now because the environment has changed significantly. This is an important conversation. It doesn't mean that you have a problem individually it's just that you have to identify if you do or don't, number one, right? Do you carry interest rate risk? Do you carry market and liquidity risk with those assets? Give our office a call, 805-500-7035. That's 805-500-7035. You can visit our website at thelindgroup.com. Lind is L-Y-N-D. And like I said, we're just smack dab right here in the middle of Ventura on Victoria Avenue, right across from the government center. So, we're easy to get to, we're easy to get a hold of, but but make that call. Let's set up that conversation. We'll do that complimentary. But if you have fixed income, you need to start considering it now before you have a, a negative impact on your retirement income planning. Right. And that's huge. Uh, you really do. And I appreciate that, Michael. 
What's that phone number one more time? Yeah, Tony, that's 805-500-7035. All right. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back to continue our discussion here with none other than Michael Mansfield of The Lynn Group right after this. Asset allocation can be a huge part of a successful retirement. But where do you start? We start by providing our clients with the Rule of 100 report. This report helps to provide general guidelines for proper allocation of your retirement and investment assets. We complement this insightful report with the My Point of View questionnaire. Do you have a financial point of view? This insightful self-assessment will help you answer that question. These crucial retirement documents can be found in the Retirement Income Toolkit, and you can get yours right now by either downloading it at financiallytunedradio.com or by calling us at The Lynn Group. And you, can re- and you can get yours right now by either downloading it at financiallytunedradio.com or by calling us at The Lynn Group at 805-500-7035. Don't start planning your retirement without it. And welcome back to Financially Tuned with our host, Michael Mansfield of The Lynn Group. Michael, great show today. Talking about economics, breaking it down and what that means to us, what that means to our finances and our assets. And there's a lot going on. You talked about bond rates and interest rates and even, you know, things going on like healthcare. And, you know, we're talking about a lot of changes coming down the road. There's a new Department of Labor ruling that's going to be taking into effect, uh, the fiduciary rule. Uh, and that's going to affect a lot of uh, the financial world. And how you get advice, and you should really pay attention who you're getting financial advice from. You need somebody who you can trust, who's going to do what's in your best interest. And Michael, that's where you come in, right? <laughs> you're going to help us out. I, I hope so. I appreciate yeah. that, Tony. But but that's the point, is there are so many different types of situation in, in this world. You have to be conscious with the places that you go for your help. Retirement planning, is very important because remember this is kind of your last opportunity you know this is this is the last big game of your senior year the fourth quarter this is your one last chance to make an impression you don't have any more do-overs you know and so when it becomes to your money and it comes to your savings and your resources you have to do everything you can to make sure that you are consciously putting forward the effort that it needs to be successful. You don't want to fail in retirement. You don't want to realize the number one fear of retirement and that's accidentally running out of money. You don't want to come up short when it comes to long-term care and all these different things and your legacy planning for your children. That's why we do this. See, it's easy to sell people investments. It's easy for you to walk into somebody's office and buy a mutual fund or buy an annuity or buy something. The hard part is always determining what is the purpose of investing. What is the purpose for investing that amount of money in that type of a vehicle? That is exactly what I do for people. We put the emphasis not on the investment, but rather on the plan. We help you organize your plan, organize your desired income, organize your expenses. We figure out 
associated with taxes and legacy planning, how much money needs to come out of your portfolio to support your lifestyle and your needs. And we create a process and we help you understand why you need to invest rather than just selling you an investment. And so that is always my commitment to everybody that comes in is that we help you understand your situation and we put it on paper so that you can actually visually understand what you are trying to accomplish with your retirement plans. But anyways, you got me distracted, Tony. The focus of today's show, we're talking about the fundamental challenge we have at the moment with fixed income, certainly bond exposure to interest rates because interest rates seem to be on the uptrend. Um, And so you have to be conscious of that. Now, there's a lot of things that you can do as an investor to deal with bonds. There's there's bond laddering, which is its own probably half hour show we could do, but certainly something we can talk about. It's very similar to laddering CD maturities, but you can ladder bonds to help absorb interest rate risk. You can look at things that have some type of interest rate protection. So treasury inflation protected securities tips offer some type of uh, inflation protection. Floating rate funds offer some type of interest rate protection in the bond world. Now, it doesn't mean that these are investment recommendations, so please don't run out and just buy these things. This is all dependent on everybody's individual situation. What I'm trying to do is let you all know that there are things to look at. You know, when it comes to traditional bonds, you know, assessing and reviewing and understanding what your duration of your bond portfolio is. If you don't know what your duration is, Call Mike Mansfield, 805-500-7035. I will help you understand your bond duration. I will help you understand how that impacts your interest rate risk. Additionally, you know, and it's a common thing, but it's a hard thing to always figure out, and that's using insurance as an asset class. Certainly, um, remember, the whole goal of our bond portfolio, let's say you were 60-40, 60% in the stock market, 40% in the bond market. The whole point of that 40% of your portfolio is to create a conservative hedge. That way, if the stock market implodes, you didn't lose a huge amount of all your money. You only lost a portion of your 60%. So if we have interest rate risk, if we're losing money on our bonds, it's very counterintuitive to what that asset class was all about. So even shifting to things like fixed income, or excuse me, um, uh, fixed index annuities, rather, you know, FIAs, things like that, where you have principal protection, you know, rather boring in that sense, but you can't lose any money. And then you experience some type of basic upside return, hopefully very comparable to what we would expect from our bond portfolio. So there's different ways to insure against bond interest rate risk. The problem is, is everybody is unique. Every bond is different. Every bond fund and ETF and mutual fund, there's so many different things that you can own as an investor that we have to look at your individual situation to see if you have the exposure or if you don't. If you don't, then hooray. And if you do, then we have to drill down what types of tools are there out there that can efficiently and effectively help protect you against the Federal Reserve raising interest rates. But remember, all of this, This whole conversation is just all about your own individual success at retirement income planning. Going back to the big picture, look, Tony and I talk about this every single week, it seems like. But look, (laughs) 
Goal number one, you have to organize your cash flows. What's happening with your social security? Can you maximize social security? Do you have pensions? Do you have rental properties? What are all these external cash flows coming into your household? How do we maximize them? How do we make them more efficient? You know, does your pension have a survivorship? Which option is the best for you and your loved ones? Additionally, what about your expenses? You know, come on, let's be fair. How many of your financial planners out there are spending a lot of time making you do a budget, going through your budgets, identifying ways to save money, putting it to paper and helping you stay organized on it? You know, I'm not I'm not even going to say what percentage I think. Yeah. But you can answer that yourself for all the listeners here. Yeah. We spend a huge amount of time on expense planning because not that we know what our expenses will be tomorrow, but we can project things and we grow them and we add inflation to our expenses. That's way we can focus on what's coming in, Social Security, all these things, what's going out with all of our different expenses. We come up with our income gap. With the income gap, we can now start to plan what should we do with all of our retirement savings in order to be successful, to give us the money we need to pay our bills on a daily basis, to reserve enough money we need for the fun elements of life, maybe that dream vacation on our bucket list, and also the problems of life. You know, How do we pay for health care issues as we get older and things of that nature? There is so much to plan. There's so much to think about. I do not have an easy job. It takes time to meet with people. It takes time to go through all of this information. I would say it's very typical that we have four or five meetings before we ever even get to really talking about how they should be investing their money because there's so much information to organize before we even get there. So I would just encourage anybody, all of our listeners, obviously the emphasis of today's show is very specific. The government is in the process of raising interest rates. Rising interest rates do have an impact on your more conservative investment options. That's worth a conversation right now, right? That is worth a big conversation. If you're ready to have that conversation and make sure that your fixed income, your bonds, your conservative asset classes in your portfolio are in fact positioned correctly to not be negatively impacted by rising interest rates, give us a call. 805-500-7035. We're happy to have this conversation with you at no cost. We'll help you go through the initial process of retirement income planning, organizing and maximizing social security, organizing, maximizing your pension sources, going through the expense worksheets and all of those types of things. There's just so much here. Now, Tony and I, we've been working on his stuff for, gosh, two years. And I feel like we finally really, 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 really have it organized. Right, and they're usually laser focused on just you need to be in the market, you need to be in market, or you need this product, and not looking at the big picture, and that's what you do. Hey, we're out of time for today's show. It just flew by. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? No, Tony, you know, this is a big topic today. I think that based on the, the current economy, the economics, what the government's doing with interest rates, all of those types of things can have a real impact on you as retirees have a real impact on you as as investors. Give our office a call, 805-500-7035. We should have a real conversation. See if you're properly allocated. See if you're carrying interest rate risk. See how the impact of your fixed income portfolio might be affected 
based on what's happening in our investment world these days. So give us a call, 805-500-7035. Visit our website, thelindgroup.com, lind, L-Y-N-D, group.com. And we'll be back same time, same place next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit their website at financiallytunedradio.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Michael Mansfield and The Lind Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 